0: Shut up and sit down. Hello, my pretties, and welcome back to the Southern Spooks podcast. I'm your Wicked Witch of the South, Jazz, here to give you your weekly dose of everything haunt. In any business, there's always something new and exciting on the horizon, and quickly barreling our way whether we like it or not. Recently, escape rooms have been all the rage at haunts, it doesn't hurt to spend a few extra bucks for a special one-of-a-kind experience while you wait in line to go through a haunted house. Hell, you can even visit these things out a season. Ordinary people get a fun opportunity of being thrown into the fray and being part of a safe and controlled game. But there have been whispers about an even more exciting type of entertainment that I believe will soon take the haunt world by storm. The future of interactive haunts is here. With Netflix's success with Black Mirror's Bandersnatch, it's clear that interactive will soon be the way of the future. This also applies to haunted attractions. When I say interactive haunts, I'm talking haunted attractions that allow audience participation at a moderate to maximum level of interaction. I'm not talking about those interactions such as customers heckling your actors to death or small improv banter. There are many different ways one can achieve an interactive haunt. So far, I've come across three different types of interactive haunts, each with their own pros and cons, but all having that special feeling of putting the audience right in the center of the show. The first type of interactive haunt I've ever encountered was a virtual reality haunt, which was featured at the 13th gate in Baton Rouge this year. I'm sure most of the younger generation is very familiar with VR, since most headsets can be bought for around $500. But for the older audience, virtual reality is achieved through a goggled headset, usually paired with headphones, that is synced to a game system, computer, or TV, to transport you, visually, to another place. When I stepped into the asylum-themed VR room at the 13th gate, that's all I expected. A few visuals, maybe a creepy soundtrack, nothing more. But they took things a step further. While I was sitting in the wheelchair watching the show, a 4D element was added. There were smells, gusts of wind, water, and other things that completely took me aback. And made me almost pee my pants a little. It was definitely an experience I was glad to be a part of. I felt like I was in the center of things and everything was 100% centered around me rather than a large group of people. Unfortunately, the entire time, I knew in my head that at any moment I could take the headset off and nothing would be there. So this is the one major downside for virtual reality haunts. My scare rating? 4 out of 10. The next type of interactive haunt I've seen is a theatrical touch haunt. But what separates hardcore, regular run-of-the-mill touch haunts from theatrical haunts? The best example of this in the South would be the Risewell Mental Asylum at Rise Haunted House in Tickball. The overall premise is simple. You're brought through scenes following the story of the doctors and patients who wreak havoc within the 1940s asylum. Instead of relying on typical scares, like grabbing guests, pulling people into closets and randomly dumping blood on them. Guests are encouraged to talk to the actors and have conversations, interact with specific props, and sometimes decide the fate of characters. This gives a personal flair to the scare and makes every visit a new and exciting experience. Theatrical haunts also contain more of a story than regular haunted attractions, building an emotional attachment and response from the audience. Of course, there are added elements such as water, air cannons, and soft-touch tactics, But with this more theatrical approach, guests feel like they are part of the story, thus making what happens within the story seem more real and heighten the fear. My Scare Rating? 7 out of 10. The last type of interactive haunt, which I very recently got to experience, is a game-style haunt. A game-style haunt treats your haunted attraction like a video game. Almost in the same spectrum as an escape game, but a little more involved. New Orleans Nightmare recently had their Love Bites Valentine's Day Haunt, a special event which opened for only two days. At first, I assumed it was going to be a run-of-the-mill vampire-themed haunt. But, as the days grew closer and more trailers were being released, I realized it was a little more than a regular haunt. When you first walked in, you were given a small summary of what was about to happen and given a mission. There are vampires everywhere, and it's your job to kill them with holy water and make it out alive. I was skeptical at first, unsure how everything was going to work, but once I was plunged into the darkness with nothing but a glowing vial of holy water and vampires swarming all around me, who were not scared of swatting my only hope, the holy water, out of my hands, things became very real very quick. I had an objective. They were in my way. They had to be vanquished. What started out as a fun game quickly put me in a fight or flight situation and had me running through the haunt trying to murder everything in sight. Figuratively, of course. In order to make it out alive. A major plus about game style haunting is that I can see this working during haunt season as well as outside of haunt season. Minor changes seem to be made and themes could always differ according to what story you're wanting to convey. The only major thing I was told changed was the addition of easily set up miniature coffins that was actor activated, which worked as an indicator that you vanquished a vampire. A minor flaw in this type of attraction would be the safety hazards. Whenever I wasn't accidentally hitting an actor, I was smacking myself in the face with the vial of holy water. Ouch. As well as the training for the actors to make sure everything was safe in such a dark and fast paced environment. Overall, my scare rating is a nine out of 10. It's not every day you actually get a scream out of me from a haunt. So, bravo, New Orleans Nightmare! It's amazing the strides the haunt community is taking to bring this new style of haunt to life. With so many routes one can take, virtual reality, theatrical, and game style, there are so many opportunities to have a unique and diverse array of interactive haunts across the nation. When people can experience horror films in the comfort of their own homes and in video games, it's hard to get a good scare out of people. Audiences are so desensitized, fear is a hard reaction to get. When the scares become more real and the safety net of I'm just here to watch is removed, being part of the show is the next step in getting a scare. Have you ever noticed how interacting with queue line actors or being singled out and called up on a stage sends dread and terror through a person's core? When the spotlight is on you and you are tossed into the center of the madness, That's when true fear comes out to play. All it takes is for a haunt to reach out its hand and have the audience join in. And I promise, those will be your best scares. Before I sign off, I'd like to give a special thanks to Sandy Lindsay, the general manager at New Orleans Nightmare, for sitting down and talking to the Southern Spooks team about the recent Love Bites interactive Valentine's Day attraction. And be sure to give New Orleans Nightmare some love on their website at neworleansnightmare.com. Thank you for listening to the Southern Spooks Podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on your weekly dose of everything haunt every Tuesday and Thursday. And be sure to check out our full blog posts, extra podcasts, and other fun stuff over at our website at southernspooks.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Southern Spooks and on Facebook.com slash southernspooks.haunt. And until next time, stay spooky and happy hauntings. From your Wicked Witch of the South jazz.